Hello, and welcome to Nested Folders, a podcast about how we work, how work occurs, what that means for us. My name is Scotty Jackson. I am joined today, as always, by the wonderful Rosemary Orchard. Rosemary, how are you? Uh, all over the place, but that's okay. I'm, I'm building structure back into my life. How are you? Uh, funny that you bring up structure. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. I, 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 I hear exactly what you're saying. I, I, it turns out there's a global pandemic going on. And I wanted to talk about, you know, kind of how we introduce more structure in our lives. You know, we talked a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago about boundaries and what that means. And so if, if boundaries are the edges, then what are like the structures and routines that happen kind of in between that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a, a really good thing to to look at because, you know, there it's very easy to say like, okay, well, this is where this thing stops and this thing starts. But how do you get from the the stop to the start or the start to the stop as the case may be? Um, and, and that's what we need to, to look at. And that's where the structures and routines all come into play. Um, but also let's face it, like even, even when we aren't in this sort of weird post-apocalyptic dystopian society, there are still people who work remotely and freelance and so on. So how do you create structure in a day when you don't have um, things that are necessarily foisting structure onto you, like, you know, having to go to an office or, you know, like wear pants or things like that? (laughs) Yeah, clothing has become somewhat optional first thing in the morning. I should know pajamas or not. Um, But, you know, it does feel like is there really a lot of point getting up and like putting on clothes to go sit in front of my computer? Like, really? Like, nobody's doing video meetings because bandwidth is a capacity. At least in my case, our house is really struggling right now. Apparently, everybody in the street has children who are constantly streaming Netflix. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. like, is it like, do I need to do this? And it turns out the answer is yes, I do need to do this for my own mental sanity. Um, you know, like, uh, putting that structure or, or routine into place once more of getting up and putting on the clothes so that you're getting ready for work is really useful because turns out commuting was actually a really great context switcher for my brain and it was like and now you're getting like you're walking to the tram and now you're on the tram so you're going to work and now you're at work so you're doing the worky things whereas it turns out that getting out of my bed and moving about 58 centimeters to sit in my office chair not such a commute <laughs> Um, this is the thing. Yeah. And so, like, I need, like, to build stuff back into my day, not because I need to simulate, like, going and sitting on a tram, though I, I have noted on Twitter, a lot of people are simulating commuting on underground trains by, like, hanging onto the shower rail in the morning with their headphones in and sunglasses on. Um, but, um, I'm not doing that. I haven't got that far. And also, I'm not sure our shower route could take that. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's surprisingly interesting to see, like, how good our brains are at associating stuff with structure and what getting rid of that does to you. Totally. And and uh, you raise a really good point about um, transitions. I think I think creating transitions for myself is something that I am sorely lacking. And I re- it really reflects in... Uh, my my mental well being in in general. So uh, kind of like simulating the um, commute, I've taken to pretending I'm walking the kids to school, even if even if I'm not. So we get up, we get dressed. You know, f- following what we've read on Twitter, we've taken to calling jeans hard pants. Um, you know, we 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 get the dog all suited up. We 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 take him you know out. We walk to around the school sort of area because we're still allowed to do that as long as we practice our physical distancing. And fortunately, there's there's hardly anyone out anyway. So that's 
that's easily enough done. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that also allows time to make the transition from, okay, I am not in my room where I was hanging out. Uh, but when I come back, I will be working, even if it's in that same room I've, I've left and then I come back. And I think it's that exercise of taking the time to do that, that helps me shift to be able to do that. Yes. And I think that's a really good point. You know, like if you've previously had a routine or something in your life that's been helping to provide structure um, and that goes away, um, first of all, we need to acknowledge that it's gone. And sometimes this can be a good thing. No longer sitting in traffic for two hours to try and get to work. I would label that as a good thing, all capitals. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, we need to also think, hey, this means that my life is suddenly two hours different a day. That's, that's right. You know, two out of 24, that's one twelfth different of your day. Okay, so Ooh. say I only commuted like half an hour. Okay, so that's not such a big impact. But guess what? It has a massive ripple effect on the rest of my day just because this simple little routine thing that was providing that structure is no longer there. So I need, now need to think of something else to to do. Um, and uh, it turns out walking around the back garden, not quite as good as uh, going and walking around mm. school. Um, would be though I wouldn't have gone and walked uh, to work and then around work that would have taken like a lot longer than commuting because I I would naturally be trying to avoid public transport at the moment so that I can minimize impact on myself and everybody else Um, you know nobody wants to get sick so we all want to try and avoid that but you know you need to figure out something else instead Um, but the good news is is I'm working from home in this house and my mom is also working from home in this house so we've been uh, doing like the (laughs) the the, I, I just got to work like morning coffee type routine though i don't drink coffee but you know it's we've been doing the like the good morning chats with each other like where possible sure. of course sometimes we have colliding meetings but that's really helpful because it turns out i'm living with somebody that can help me do that but i know other people and i think this includes you are organizing like virtual coffee sessions like where you would go and get a coffee and run into people well maybe we need to be a bit more deliberate about it now but making that more deliberate is actually possibly a good thing because that provides a bit more structure again Oh, it really is. And yes, I have taken to do that. And not just, um, uh, it, w- one thing that we've done as a team is we, we use Slack at work and we have an app that plugs in called Donut and Donut automatically, uh, pairs participants, uh, every, uh, every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I think it is. So it just drops you into a direct message conversation together and says like, Hey, the two of you connect. Here is a topic. And you have to answer like a question like, you know, what would your favorite superpower be or mm. um, waffles versus pancakes or something like that. Just some sort of very easy thought starter. And then you can, you know, get to reconnect with people that maybe you haven't chatted with in a while or maybe luckily, you know, get to know someone that maybe you've not chatted with a whole lot before. So that that's a really good tool. But then, as you say, I'm also, you know, calendaring and, you know, connecting with people and saying like, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow afternoon? Like, can we just get together, have a little video chat or in the event of, you know, constrained bandwidth, you know, voice or, or even just text. Can, can, can we set aside some time to deliberately connect, not for the explicit purposes of work, but just to, uh, just to feel normal, just to like, you know, talk to one another, because that's a wonderful way to try and add some normalcy to, to what's going on and would be a thing that, would occur if we were out in the world, you know, possibly running into each other. 
Yeah. And I think that that's great. I have really been refocusing on time blocking. I've tried it before. Um, and then, you know, my life got a bit crazier. So I stopped doing it because there was so much that I was having to change that I felt really bad about messing things around all the time. Um, but I am now once again, trying time blocking again, because this is really helpful for the I'm switching context now because I've set it up. I'm using Fantastical to add multiple reminders to each calendar event. Um, and this is great because it's like, oh, in 15 minutes, like you are going to like uh, stop working and you are going to go and have a post work break. And then at like at the time that I'm supposed to be stopping work, it's like and you're now stopping work and going and having a post work break, which I must confess often involves chocolate mini muffins or double chocolate mini muffins. But anyway, um, you know, mm. it's 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 good for helping you switch context and think about things. And then like half an hour later and it's like and now you're going to go and like do some of your other stuff. So you today you're going to go and write for the suite setup or make a video for Screencast Online or record a podcast with Scotty, um, you know, something like that. And it gives me like it's nudging me to do the things that I would be doing anyway, but it's just helping like prod me along and remind me that even though like my physical location isn't changing as much as it used to, like there are still things that need to happen. Um, and I've been adding a few more um, reminders as well. I'm actually using reminders for this um, because I have two laptops connected to the same monitor and the same keyboard. I don't have the luxury at the moment of having two desks. Uh, we can put a link in the show notes to what I am working from. I'm literally working inside a wardrobe right now and space is constrained. So I just have to unplug one laptop from the monitor and keyboard and plug another one in. I am switching mouse, uh, which is actually like a little thing that I I can do to swap context, but I'm also switching between headphones and speakers and stuff like that for listening to music, which is good. But I'm mm -hmm. using reminders to be like, oh, and swap your laptop now. So that when I come back and I wake up my machine, it's not like my work stuff staring back at me in the evening when it was like, I, I just wanted to sort out a couple of documents. Um, you know, I've been I've been reorganizing my filing cabinet in Devon thing. Um, so I was like, I just wanted to do that. And it's like, oh, and this work thing staring me back in the face. Actually, I was just going to. And then like 45 minutes later, it's like, I've just been working for 45 minutes and it's eight o'clock in the evening. Like I shouldn't have been doing that. So I've been using wow. reminders to very explicitly say and swap your laptop now. That's so really that good. I know like it's done and then I don't accidentally get sucked back into things because I don't have that physical distancing that I used to have anymore, which is ironic because we're all physically distancing ourselves from each other. Right. I, of course, leave it to you to have like some automated means of creating the structure through, through reminders. Um, I also like that your, your chocolate has multipliers where you've got like chocolate and double chocolate. Maybe there's like a triple chocolate. I don't know. I did Challenge. buy some triple chocolate Belgian cookies the other day oh because gosh. it was the weekend and I was like, I, I need something different for my weekend. Triple chocolate Belgian cookies. It was great. I like that you're staying in character. That's good. Don't, don't, don't break character. <laughs> um, I, I think, I, and I, I like what you said there too. And what I, what I picked up on is that uh, something that I'm doing too, is I'm, I'm trying to be super reflective of these, of the transitions and the events as they're happening so that I can, uh, look back on them and say, okay, well, what's what's working and what isn't? Like, how do I introduce more structure or how do I, what tactics are working for me and which aren't? And so uh, to that end, I've taken up doing a lot of micro journaling, like um, mm -hmm. kind of bullet journal style where I'll just quickly wrap off like, um, you know, hey, here's a thing that happened or here's here's a thing that I observed. So that not just am I doing these things to, you know, create structure for myself. I'm trying to, um, 
be as self-observational about them as I can as they happen so -hmm. that I can start to assess them later and say, okay, what are these things are successful for me? What of them are, 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 are really helping me create good structure and which of them are wastes of time and energy or maybe not as effective or maybe I need to use less or maybe I need to use more because they're, they are really effective. And so that kind of micro journaling of just, just, you know, jot notes or bullet journaling or, you know, just quick, you know, brief, you know, it doesn't have to be this, um, you know, the, the, a big, like dear diary today, I embarked on many, like, I I think that is what I uh, initially associated journaling with. And so that put me off because I don't want to write, you know, 80 lines of prose at the end of a long, busy day. But if all I have to do is like a bullet point in the moment, um, Mm -hmm. that's something I can do. I can do that. Yeah. Um, I have to say I have put day one back on my home screen because just long, long press on the icon and then be like new thing Uh, and just tap like 10 words. That's just like this, this, this is the thing that's on my mind at the moment. It's also been really interesting to uh, browse back through it. I just scrolled back quickly while you were talking. I have a surprising number of photos of uh, distance lines outside of supermarkets. Um, So I'm going to have a good reminder of all this when it's over and hopefully (laughs) that won't be too far in the future. But it's, it's interesting to see, you know, like, okay, like yesterday was a pretty good day, but oh my God, Wednesday, I, I just spent Wednesday feeling like it was like swimming through syrup. And it was just one of those days where it was a Wednesday in the middle of a holiday week because we, I had Monday off. Um, um, and so I'd been working for a day, but it was still two days to the weekend after today. And Wednesday morning was still like, well, it's basically three days to the weekend. It was like, oh, Wednesday. But it's like, that's okay. Like, that's one of the things I've really been trying to remind myself, like, if stuff doesn't go right because I don't have the structure and the routines in place, um, you know, despite having boundaries set up, it's okay. Like, that's fine. I, it's most important for me right now to be trying to identify the why. And let's be honest, one of the new routines I tried to start was I'm going to go and work out on the elliptical four to five times a week. Well, Ooh. guess what? This this week I've managed to get on the elliptical once, and then I had to stop five minutes later to deal with tech support. By which time I really couldn't be bothered to go back on the elliptical because it was raining and the elliptical's in a conservatory. It's really loud out there when it rains because it's got like a plastic roof. Um, and it's like, I, I don't want to go and get a headache. Um, so I've got on it once. It's like, okay, well, the reason why this is failing is because I'm putting way too much pressure on myself here. Like, right. it doesn't have to be perfect. And it shouldn't be perfect because life is not perfect. So it's like, okay, I need to readjust this. Let's start with twice a week. Like, because I've already done it once this week. It was only five minutes, but you know what? Five minutes is better than zero minutes. So I'm calling that once for this week um and next week i want to try and do twice um and that's okay um and so now it's like now i'm getting to the point where it's like okay i have some ideas for new routines i need to do a better job of of dealing with them and i've also restructured them so they're now in my only focus again um so they appear with uh they're deferred to the next time i should be doing my routine tasks um, and then they have my today tag on them on my phone. So when I look at my, my forecast view, I also see the routines I need to do every day. And it's really silly having brushed my teeth in OmniFocus. Um, but it's really good to be able to check that off. Like right. you're, you're there like having like you've had your breakfast and you're there getting a glass of water and you just check on your OmniFocus for a day. And it's like, yeah, I've already done that and that and that and that. Like it 
feels yes. good. And that's a, it's a routine that I already had in place, but it's helping me feel better about everything that I'm accomplishing right now to have that there to check off, which is not saying that everybody should be putting brush or teeth and OmniFocus. Um, but, you know, it, whatever helps to help you build the structure and routine uh, is a good thing. And sometimes checking off something that you already do, it can be like the small part that starts to snowball. Right. And and I think I think you raise a really important point, which is that structure can only be effective if it is supporting the right level of expectations. And if your expectations of yourself are a little out of whack, um, creating structure for that is going to be really, really hard. Um, and you also have to think, you know, am I creating the right kinds of structure and the right amount of structure? And am I structuring the right things? So I've seen a lot of stuff going around, you know, social media saying like, if you're not taking this opportunity today to like learn a new skill because of the isolation pandemic, then you're not winning. And I'm like, I understand the point that people are maybe trying to pursue, which is that, you know, if, for example, you used to have a two hour commute and you don't have that two hour commute anymore. Now you've got a whole bunch of time back in your day. Um, there's an opportunity there perhaps to reinvest it in, in different ways. But I also think that now is a really good time to be gentle with ourselves and figure out Mm -hmm. what the, what the appropriate amount of reinvestment is. And I don't think that, I don't think we should all like expect to come out of this with like a doctorate or this whole new set of skills that we didn't previously have or, or anything in particular. I think, I think we should be working towards structuring the best days that we can have. And I was saying to someone too, just, just yesterday, like, you know, I used to spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, the world that we're creating for the next generation and and what will that look like? And are we doing our best job now with things being as they are, my horizon of focus is, is, has shortened significantly. Like now I'm not thinking like, I wonder what life will be like in five, 10 years. Now I'm thinking like, I wonder what life will be like next week or tomorrow. So yeah. I'm, I, and, and, and I, I mean, that's what you do in a crisis, right? It galvanizes your yeah. activity and it, it narrows your focus. That's, that's fight or flight. You're, you're supposed to do that. And I think honoring that is, is, is pretty okay. Like focus on having the best day possible today. And in as much as one can focus on creating the best possible day tomorrow. And, you mm-hmm. know, beyond that, you know, you, you do what you can. Um, but I Absolutely. think, I think having that shorter runway um, helps to create better mental structure for me to not sweat. You know, obviously I'm going to get calendar appointments for things that happen beyond today and tomorrow, of course. And those get out into the calendar in any other way, but I'm not going to necessarily try to look ahead too far and sweat that. Instead, I'm focusing on a a shorter term. And I find that that's really helping me better structure my days and my thinking in the moment. Yes. And I think that's a really good point. And the other thing is, is if you do want to reinvest in yourself, like pick something fun. So instead of saying like, I'm going to learn Russian, be like, I'm going to learn Klingon, if you really want to learn a language. Um, Let's be honest, you're probably going to find at least one other person who speaks Klingon. So uh, kapla. Um, But you know, you you can pick something fun. And out of those two hours that you might have spent commuting a day, maybe 30 minutes is enough. Because guess what? You know, life is crazy right now. We don't have the normal things going on. Um, And whenever you're restructuring your life, that is a crazy period of time. Um, And, you know, you you have to, you know, make 
sure that you've got the fun parts in there yes. so that everything else does not feel so overwhelming and crazy because you know what if you spend six hours watching netflix but you feel okay at the end of it guess what you feel okay you don't yeah. want to be feeling sad and unhappy about life. You definitely don't want to end up with depression. So you've got to cut yourself the slack that you need for all of these things. Because, you know, it's it's always, you know, difficult. That is life, the nature of the beast. But some, some points of life are more difficult than others. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, don't beat yourself up about that. Totally. I, I, I've, I've been finding that um, regular reflection and i guess this ties back to my earlier point about journaling regular reflection mm -hmm. is is really helping me to assess so uh like you scrolling back through day 1 i'm you know in in every day and i'm i'm mostly using uh, shortcuts with agenda for this but i'm asking myself like okay what was great about today what was not so great about today and what do i want to remember about today, which I mean, I, I think intuitively you'd think, well, you'd want to remember whatever was great. And that's not necessarily the case. They're, they're, they're two very different questions. You can assess things as having been great, but what you want to take away from the day might not necessarily be the same, the same thing. And so mm -hmm. I found that those discrete questions are a easy enough for me to answer quickly before bed every night. And B are useful and instructive enough to look back on uh, that they're that they're worth keeping. And so I've I found that sort of reflective with with a bent on like sort of continuous improvement and making this like better for myself all the time has been has been a really useful exercise. Yes. Um, and speaking of review, one of the things that I am making a massive point of doing every day is reviewing my completed tasks in OmniFocus because oh. it is so easy right now to get to the end of a day and feel like I've done nothing. Well, guess what? You definitely have done something. Um, and part of this is because I realized that I've done a bunch of things which are not in my OmniFocus, so I may or may not add them directly to the completed section. <clears throat> uh, but also because I've done a bunch of things which I haven't marked as completed. Um, so I go through and it's, it's a great sense of accomplishment whenever you're doing this, but especially when you're lacking structure and routine. You know, your task manager helps provide structure in your life. And in my yes. case, because I've added a bunch of routine tasks as well, it's helping me organize my routines. Now, my routines are also still in streaks because that's how I keep track of, you know, I've been completing my, uh, my new startup routine for eight mornings in a row. And I'm feeling really good about that right now. And that's great. Um, but I also like having the individual steps of this inside of uh, OmniFocus because it's like, yes, I did this. You know, like in my evening routine, my new evening routine actually involves uh, getting out my clothes for the next day and putting them on my office chair so that when I get up in the morning, that's one less thing to think about. You know, I just pull on the clothes. And right. I'm good, you know, like, and I go, but that's had to make it into part of my routine. So it's made it into my OmniFocus. And by reviewing my completed tasks, I also see the things that I need to do. And I've had to re-add some reminders and rebuild in my habit and routine of checking my OmniFocus. Um, I'm sure many people will realize that they don't check their task manager as much when they're at home all day because, well, I, I don't have the opportunity to go to X store. So I'm not going to check my OmniFocus for that. But, mm. you know, if, you, if you're not checking it as much as you were, then you may find things start slipping through the cracks. So that's a routine that I've been making sure to rebuild. That is a, that is a really good one, and I know you did a very recent episode on the automators about the daily brief and 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 setting that up. And I think that's a that's a really great way of of starting the day. I've been doing that sort of thing as well, where I've got you know at the beginning of the day I've got a, a shortcut that 
tells me like, here's what the weather's going to be like. Here's what's on the calendar. Here are the to-dos for the day. And then my, you know, sort of daily reflection at the end of the day appends to that uh, at the night. So I end up having like this one note that sort of wraps the day. And part of that is just like you said, uh, adding my completed tasks from my task manager in there so that I can look at that and say, okay, you know, and as much as the, I, a lot of days I come out of the day feeling like I didn't accomplish very much in part because I adhere to more of a manager schedule than a maker schedule. I can't, I can't point to a thing and say, Hey, I made that thing today. Um, mm-hmm. that, that really helps me because I, I do all these sort of meta tasks where I'm contributing yeah. in a whole bunch of different little ways to a whole bunch of different things. Um, so that, that helps a, a lot because, um, and we've talked about maker manager before. Um, I feel like in, in times like this, it's, it's tougher for me to hold, um, a manager schedule, not, uh, in, in that I can't, I, I can't do it as well, but I don't feel as accomplished about it because, mm-hmm. um, without the opportunity to make it, it's harder. It's even harder for me to measure my progress. And so yeah. I, I need those moments to be able to, to see and reflect on, okay. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. I did stuff. I did. I did. And I did some good stuff. That's, that's good. Yeah, Thank exactly. You. And, and, and we need to focus on, on the good stuff that we've done, don't we? Um, you know, and I've, I've been making a point of using the focus mode, especially on my work machine so that I don't, because it's so easy right now because you're, you've got that you're missing a lot of structure in your routine of, yeah. And so I'll do this when I get home. So it's very easy during the working day to be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go and like quickly like reorganize this Airtable base. Well, guess what? Reorganizing an Airtable base is never quickly. Um, you know, something will go wrong if you do it too quickly. So it's very easy though to slide into the, well, I'll just do this, you know, like I'm taking a quick break from work. Like I'm stuck on this thing and I'm waiting for this person to get back to me and waiting for that person to call me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to take a quick break here and I'm going to deal with that. And then, like three hours later you're like i really should have been working for the last three hours or maybe two hours 55 minutes like that is not good so i've been using the focus mode um to to really help me you know like narrow my focus um which it sounds very obvious but that's what it's for and it's actually very very useful for that naturally i can still put things into the inbox or wherever else if things crop up because i'm making a point of you know, capturing as a routine and, and doing trigger lists on a regular basis as a routine. Um, right now, I've actually got, I've been doing mini trigger lists every day because it's so easy to not end up thinking of things because we're just in different places to usual and we've got different things going on than usual. Uh-huh. You know, this, the stuff that we previously did on a regular basis um, and it just automatically popped things up in our brains for us to capture. We're not doing that anymore. So I've been I've been going through and I've got a modified trigger list that I've been capturing um, and that's really helpful. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Adapting, you know, a, a new version of what you were doing before that kind of suits and honors what's, what's going on right now. That That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I've been doing sort of a similar thing with my desk, uh, you know, like many, um, you know, I've, I'm in a, and like you who is working out of a wardrobe, I have this like total makeshift desk situation where this is not the desk that I've been working at. Uh, for a long time. And I've, I set it up in a hurry. And so every day I'm looking at it and saying, okay, like what about this is working? So yesterday, and it seemed like a small thing, but I I had a side table that was next to my desk Uh, on the right-hand side. It's now on the left because I feel Mm -hmm. like that puts my chair in a better position uh, for my work. Um, And uh, later today, I'm going to be taking everything out of my desk, all the cables and devices and everything, and really assessing, okay, what what do I need? And is it, you know, set up and organized in the best 
possible way uh, for the way that I have been working. So again, that sort of continuous improvement reflection, but here, this is specifically about the physical space. Cause I think that the better my physical space suits what I need to be doing, the more structure I will have about that, because now I've got these very visual cues that will help keep me, you know, on track and, and doing the things I want to be doing. That's very interesting that you also put your side table on your left because I also, well, it's not a side table. Actually, it's a stool, but I have a stool under my desk on the left-hand side so that I can actually put my, my laptop on something so it's taking up less space on my desk. But it's amazing how just like making the point of regularly reviewing your physical area right now can really help you. Like I've noticed I can't work as well during the day if my dad is, bed is not made properly. Um, uh-huh. So if I've just like got the blankets screwed up on one side of it because I was warm enough the night before with just the sheets, then – like that actually turns out it really bothers me while I'm working. And that's not just because there's a possibility that somebody might try to video call me. It's It bothers me because even though it's behind me and I can't see it, it's not good. So I've been making a point of reviewing, you know, actually the, to start with, it was a couple of times a day. I would be like, okay, what's working here and what's not? Um, and, you know, I've been tweaking things and it, you didn't have a need to change all that much at once because we both know, and I'm sure our, our listeners also know, you know, if if you change everything at the same time, then immediately nothing starts working because everything is different. It's like when you reorganize your entire desk all in one go and everything else, um, and now the cutlery where the forks were on the left and the spoons were on the right, it's now the spoons are on the left and the forks are on the right. You keep right. putting the spoons where the forks are because you've changed too much at once along with everything else that you're changing. Um, and so I find making small, regular tweaks is much more efficient for me there. Um, and it also means that I can add one new task to my routine list at a time instead of eight new tasks. There you though go. I may still add a bunch of others. Totally. And that I, I've already I've, been building. Yeah. And I, I find that the changes that I am making are more about um, I like what you said about like sort of like muscle memory where, you, you know, you're used to a thing going in a, in a certain place. Most of the changes I have been trying to make have been to respond to my muscle memory as opposed to change it. So like if I find that I'm always reaching for a coffee cup on my left um, and then it's it's not there because in my makeshift workspace, I put the coffee on the right, then I need to change the workspace so that it's easier for my muscle memory to work. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of going the other way around, right? Where like, if, if my body says the forks go here, then I'm going to make sure that that's where the forks go. Um, and, yeah. and, and, and I think that that, um, not only creates efficiency, but it also creates the sense of comfort. Like, Oh, look at me. I reached for a thing. And the thing I reached for without even thinking about it was there. And then I got the thing and that's, and now I get a little reward, uh, for that, yeah. for feeling fuzzy and warm. And that seems, maybe that seems small and trivial, but, holy smokes you do you know it really adds up that feeling dozens. of discombobulation of you reach for your mouse and it's not there because yeah. you've got a trackpad there and you've you've got rid of your mouse temporarily well maybe you need to put the mouse back unless the mouse is broken and there's no good reason uh, but if there's it, you know you changed it up because you just thought it was a good idea and it starts feeling very weird then i would encourage people to review that and see whether or not because mm. i've got my i've actually got my glass in the middle because it turns out i drink uh i'm ambidextrous when it comes to drinking huh. um so um I, I i sometimes pick it up with my left sometimes pick it up with my right depends on if i'm mousing at the same time if i'm mousing which is a right-handed activity for me uh then i'll pick it up with my left hand uh, to drink, uh, which sometimes happens when I'm podcasting, it turns out. Um, so it, it's it's good. It's worth noting all of those things. You know, simple things like is the height of your desk chair comfortable for you? 
because that yeah. <laughs> is part of your routine. Um, and I, I know that you're having a slight problem with the height of your desk chair at the moment, Scotty, because oh you can set gosh. it to the right height, but it doesn't stay that way. Um, oh. And, you know, evaluating that because if your structure and your routines have to involve readjusting your desk chair three times an hour, uh, then then you may want to adjust that in general. That is- True. Failing hydraulics are no fun, everybody. Yeah, my my desk chair, again, one that I don't normally sit in, uh, is 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 failing because it's I don't know, like ten years old, and the hydraulics don't work anymore. So over the course of an hour, like slowly, my chair sinks, and I, I'm about I'm about six foot tall, so I need the chair at maximum height pretty much all the time, which means I'm jacking up this chair all the time. Fortunately, I have. Uh, uh, I knew I was able to get a really, really good deal on a, on a new desk chair. So that I've got one coming on in a couple of days and, and that will change everything. Uh, and that's a really worthwhile investment in my workspace. And I feel like not having to sweat is my chair at optimal height. I like that's just not a thing that I want to spend time or energy on. It, mm-hmm. what, a, what a distraction. That should not be part of your routine. And that is a not. very important thing to consider. What shouldn't be part of your routine? Yeah, because that's if a good it thought. shouldn't be part of your routine, you need to get rid of that if you can. Now, of course, some things, you know, you don't want necessarily homeschooling your children to be part of your routine. But if you have to do that at the moment, you have to do that. But anything <sighs> you can get rid of that you don't want as part of your routine, like now is a great time to be like, okay, well, actually, you know what? I don't like checking my email first thing in the morning. I like getting on with the task. But my mm-hmm. boss prefers me to check my email first thing in the morning. Well, is your boss going to know that you didn't check your email first thing in the morning if they don't see you in the office? Like now is a good time to experiment with things like that because things are so haywire anyway. It's, it's true. We talked about that a little bit when we were talking about boundaries too. And I I, I, I want to double down on this. Like now, um, as long as uh, health and safety allow for it, this is a good time to experiment because everything is so different for so many people. Um, it's a great time to to try new things and things that may not work optimally because you can say things like, oops, sorry, global pandemic. Uh, and you've got a little bit of air cover for anything that might not work out uh, super wonderfully. So a great chance to to try and continuously improve on uh, the structures and the routines that you have uh, as part mm-hmm. of your day. And use that excuse with yourself as well when you mess up. I've definitely oh, been using it. It's yes. been like, okay, this routine went completely haywire today. Well, whoops, global pandemic. It's okay. Let's try again tomorrow. Um, you know, review, adjust when necessary, and blame it on the pandemic or whatever hell is happening in your, your life that's making things a bit crazy. Because guess what? There's always something making it crazy. We just have to review and improve. And that's why we, our structures and routines are not static. They have to be malleable as necessary. Indeed. And that's probably exactly the right note to end this on is being malleable. So, uh, Rosemary Orchard, uh, where might people find you and more about you on the internet? Uh, the best place to go and find me is rosemaryorchard.com, where you can find links to me on all the places of the internet and uh, even send me an email if you like, or if you uh, don't like to visit websites for whatever reason, Rosemary Orchard on Twitter. Scotty, where can people find you? Uh, I can be found at heyscottyj.com or by the same name at heyscottyj on the Twitter and Instagram. So I could be contacted through all of those channels. And then you can find us at nestedfolderspodcast.com. We have a feedback form where we love hearing everybody's feedback. And you can tweet us at nestedfolders on Twitter. Yes. And again, we, we really do love the feedback, so keep sending it in. We've had a couple of questions about some uh, recent episodes that we'll be getting back to in the future. 
So, yes. Yes. See you in two weeks, people. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.